Long ago, the world was under the control of the gods, both just and menacing. All things happened because the gods willed it. But then one day, the will of the gods disappeared, and man was left to his own devices. Many centuries have passed, and the gods' voices have been silent. But now, a new group of adventurers may stumble upon the secrets of the legends of the Forgotten Gods. Two. One. We're recording. Thank you for joining us today at Breaking the Fourth Wall's Legend of Forgotten Gods. We are here with Max and a new person today, Chris. Say hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. I'd like to start this episode off with a moment of silence for the people of Ukraine. All right, let's start the episode off right. So, so Zach, can we get a can we get a, a recap for what's happened um, so far, just so we can uh, kind of uh, bring Chris up to speed? Yes, I would appreciate that. The year is now 1096 of the 30th age, and we are now inside the great city of Antia as it burns to the ground as what we call as the Second Northerner Crusade in our world, was launched two years ago to reclaim the holy city of Lombard from the lizard folk, who have committed crimes such as eating children's heads off for committing for minor acts of like jaywalking and stealing. They've murdered priests on the road, they forced virgins to choose between prostitution or death by torture. And the North felt it was time to put an end to it. And now here we are. Wait, not, not, it's yeah. not 96, it's 1098. I know, Barry got a good weapon in our last episode. Um, yes, and uh, after the city was taken... Uh, relief, a uh, lizard folk relief army showed up the day after the city was taken, and Barry received a vision where it was his dead wife telling him to go to a church and dig for the holy mace. And now he has a holy mace. Now I can kick some ass. And they defeated the army of the lizard folk outside the city walls. Uh, where's uh, I'm trying to remember what the actual trying to find the information on my phone um, about the. All right, now Chris, what race is your character? Human. All right. Well, we'll just say like you're a human that's like kind of like poking your head out of. One of the churches you were able to, well, one of the monsters you were able to find sanctuary in. And he sees just thousands of people dead around the floor, around the uh, streets of the city. 
gods above. I don't think my day could get any worse. And you see the gates opening and you see a wood elf cleric holding a mace made out of gold. You see a nine and a half foot tall Goliath riding a war rhino. Like the war rhino from uh, the second Star Wars movie. Okay. That's what this rhino looks like. And you see a human also on horseback. And you see the human and the Goliath kind of just walk off to the nearest brothel. Going to a brothel at a oh. time like this. And you see the wood elf is just, you know, looking like, what should I do? They're being very pensive. <laughs> All right. Max, roll me perception check. Okay. Let me pull my character sheet here. Right, see how these new dice are going to go. That's a dirty 22. You see what appears to look like a human citizen finally like deciding to walk out to see if it's safe to come out. And see, he's like, is your character in like robes or what is he wearing, Chris? Yeah, he's wearing um, robes that depict the night sky. He's got constellation robes. <clears throat> Please tell me, does he have a quarter staff? No, he has a wand attached to his belt. All right, we need to get you a quarter staff. Uh, I like my wand. Uh, we already did the Mines Morian back in Season 1. How do you use it? Yeah. Uh, and Barry, I call out to him. Sir! Uh-huh. Sir! Are you in any need of tr assistance? I... Uh, mm, mental assistance, maybe. I... I'm quite capable of handling myself, though I can't say much about the rest of these fine folk. And he gestures to the massive pile of bodies, but and you and Chris also just you know not all of them were lizard folk. You know, it's like some of them were like innocent people who were slaughtered too. Like this city was like completely sacked. Yeah, this is a a war zone. Yes. Yeah. I choose to remain a bright face in these trying times. It's an interesting place to be. Well, he sticks out. I stick out my hand. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to meet you. My my name's Burial. Um, you can call me Barry. Many people do. And um, me and my friends here just went off to the brothel. We are here to assist in stopping the lizard folk invasion of your city. Well, Barry, I'm Caden, and uh, I will uh, take your extended hand and give you a good firm shake. Uh, yeah, I would. It would be mighty appreciated if you could help us out. Uh,
And just for a player character knowledge, the Folk have actually controlled this city for about 300 years now. Oh. Interesting. Okay, so Little Folk will see in 300 years. So has it, um, can I roll a history check to see about, like, just in general, been with the city before the Lizard Folk? Before the city, it was owned by the Hold of Sangrea. Oh, it was Sangrea, okay. You guys were come to assist them in their war, pretty much, as well as liberation, which liberation includes slaughtering the innocent. I mean, war is pretty fun. Sometimes it can I mean, be cleric. I mean, well, I'm a war domain, so. I mean, then again, war, so here's the thing: war can be fun, but war can also be deadly. And sometimes, sometimes war is necessary. Sometimes war is unnecessary. But here's the thing: we don't necessarily need war. We need liberation. For you and for all the people in your city. And now, if violence is the way that we have to accomplish that, because it doesn't seem any other way will necessarily work, that is the way that we'll have to go. Are we and my friends here? That's what we're here to do. We're here to help you and we're here to help every other hapless citizen. He who cannot defend themselves against those who try to torture them, who try to eat them, who try to take them away from where they've always wanted to be. All right, now everybody roll me a perception check. Could you hear that okay? Like, can you hear I me? I heard that. Okay. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, 18. And Chris? Um. Damn. All right. That's a uh, fourteen. All right. You both see a dragonborn, a blue scale dragonborn paladin approaching you guys, and his name is Guthrum. Guthrum, I haven't seen you in a lot, man. Where have you been? I've been. I've been pretty much like four guys over next to you. Away from you in the front lines. Oh, I just not observant, I guess. I saw you the whole time. I saw you smack a lizard folks' head clean off, sail 100 yards and down the rabbit hole. Oh, uh, yes. That's it. Maybe that's a new game. game of gold. Yeah. <laughs> yep, and it turns out that the, the game of golf was not invented. It was not invented at St. Andrews in Scotland. It was invented by Sir Burial. I haven't come to the last name yet. Burial. Well, Sir Burial, uh, Lord Gary's given us a mission to go save a town called Marat. You said Marat? Yes. Okay. Should not be difficult. I mean, how far away is it? It's about three days. Is that by horseback? Is that by walking? That's by horseback. Horseback, okay. But don't forget, not all of us are going to be on horseback. That's true. 
That's true. Huh. Okay. I mean, that should, should be... Uh, the walls are only 30 feet tall. 8 feet thick. I'm sure there's a way to get around it. Possibly. Oh, and uh, who are you, wizard-looking guy? Uh, this wizard-looking guy uh, is Caden Flynn. Yes, I know my attire makes me stick out like a sore thumb. Uh, would you like to try some of this goblin porridge? No, the, the stench of death seems to have ruined my appetite. What about you, Barry? Goblin porridge? It's quite good. What's it smell like? It kind of smells like what the smell oatmeal would give off. Sure, I'll try some. I'm always down to try new things. All right. As you drink it, roll me a constitution saving. <laughs> I knew that was going to fucking happen. All right, let's, let's see how these purple dice do. Hey, um, so you're not going to believe this. I just rolled a net 20. God damn it. <laughs> Let the dice crash, baby. All right, you just let off like a sign, like a little fart. Oh, uh, damn, I wish it had stock silence. Actually, I wish it was a natural one. That would have been funnier. <laughs> You, you said you let off a fart. Uh, All right, and uh, Kent, you said, right? Caden? Caden. Caden. Would you be interested in doing some liberation? If it causes this violence to stop sooner... I, I I would I guess so. All right, and there will be some payment for you at the end of this. For uh, all of us, at the very end of this whole world. So um, when when that fart happens, I'm gonna cast thaumaturgy, um, to make <laughs> make the um the fart sound come from um Gotham. <laughs> what the. F- Goodness, my man, we've been eating way too much porridge. I guess so. You sure you don't want any, Caden? I am quite sure. Damn, if only the Bosch was here. <laughs> uh, I gotta love the. Or if Argos was here, Argos probably would roll a natural one and shit in pants. Shit his pants. Well, to Marat. There's only going to be a few hundred of us going all together. I'm not anything in my eye. Alright. For day number one is high, good or bad, Chris. Uh, good. It is beyond hot. Think 105 degree weather in the desert plus humidity. 
Oh. Fun. It's a good thing I don't wear heavy clothes. All right, and it's now evening time. Max, is how your bed? Uh, I'm gonna say good. All right. Roll me a perception check. Sure. Okay. Thirty twenty-eight. You hear like hooves in the sand at night while you guys are like around the camp. What the fuck is this? Um, oh, okay. I did not expect visitors. I'm gonna go ahead and go wake Roll up. Roll me a uh, dexterity Kate. saving throw, both of you. Okay. Oh man. Eleven. You both fail. Shit. As one. Hey, Chris. Does a the seventeen hit? I'm a wizard. What do you think? Yes. I don't know your armor <laughs> class. Uh, without mage armor, um, eleven. Oh, okay. And Max, I. So that's a. That's a dirty 24 on you. As two arrows yeah, come flying and hitting you guys. For eight damage on Max and six damage on Chris. Okay. Um, I rolled a three. That's why on the high gear bed. Can we tell how far away these hooves are? Uh, does any, well, does anybody have dark vision? Uh, probably. I'm trying to see if I have dark vision or not. Uh, yeah, treat dim light as dark bright. Well, is it within 60 feet? You can just barely see the horses about. They're about 61 feet away from you. Okay. I know within 60 feet, it's treat dim light as bright. Darkness is dim light. Yeah. So, yeah, you see two lizard folk archers. Oh, only two? And a desert giant. Uh-oh, well, there's the issue. <laughs> Why do you do this? You said yes. lizard folk desert and a desert giant, giant are awesome. God damn it. Okay. Only Chris is allowed to do the god damn it. Gosh darn it. Now he does something with his microphone where he gets it to do a whole echo. <laughs> okay. And it's fucking hilarious. Um... Okay. How many lizard folks did you say there were? Two. Two? Okay. And desert um, giant. Desert giant. I mean, okay. I could do what every wizard would ever do. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, 
Um, Are you ready to roll for initiative? Before we do, I'm going to cast Death Word on Caden. Uh, first time you dropped, dropped a zero hit point as a result, taking damage, the target instead drops a one hit point, and the spell ends. Well, thank you. I am quite squishy. That's one of my fourth level spell slots. Cool. Um, let me take that out. It's a nice spell. I like it. I don't get a lot. I don't get to use it often. Okay. Let's roll for initiative. Five for Oof. one lizard folk. Fourteen for the second. And the desert giant is a one. Ah, oh, sweet. I Bro, beat somebody. He... I got a two. <laughs> Wait, is that with your modifier? Yeah. That was a natural one on the die. Damn. I roll a natural one, too. But at least we go at the same time. Hey, Max, I think you might have froze. Or you're standing very still. Master of the art of standing so incredibly <laughs> still. It was invisible. Yeah, I think you froze, Max. Yo, I can't tell you. Hello? What the fuck? Now there's two of you. I don't know why that's going on. That's weird. <laughs> that's fucking creepy. <laughs> that is fucking creepy. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's really weird. But, I, I. Alright, so who rolled higher than a 14? I rolled, uh, I think I rolled an 11. Let me... Yep, 11. Oh, damn, there's a lizard folk. Then you, then lizard folk, then wizard, then giant. So the first lizard folk. Okay. He's gonna move up five feet and then he's gonna hail an arrow at Barry. Okay. Does 17 hit? It does not. He's gonna shoot another arrow at you. That's a natural 20. Actually, I only take four damage out of that for the eight because of my resistance. So I think I gained four points. 22 points altogether. You said 22 points? Yeah. So 11 because of my resistance. Yeah. Okay. I forget about that resistance. And now it's your turn. Now it's my turn? Okay. Basically, I am going to... You said this was the lizard folk? Yeah, that was a lizard folk that shocked you. Okay. He is, gonna... 50, he is 56 feet away from you. 56 feet away? Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Um, I imagine I have a lot of hit points. I'm going to third level guiding bolt this bastard. Motherfucker. I hate guiding bolt. I don't love it. All right. So it's my spell attack. Let's roll and see what happens. 18 hit? Yeah, 18 hits. Okay. Um, I gotta remember what the actual damage is. Give me a second. 
Uh, it's 46 radiant damage. Uh, Tently 1d6. So it'll be 6d6 of radiant damage. God damn. And then that is 14. So 21 radiant damage to that lizard folk. And the next attack roll made against that specific lizard folk uh, before the end of my next turn has advantage. All right. How much damage did you say it was? 21. 21 uh, right. radiant. And he falls off his horse. But then gets back up. Good dexterity move. Alright, it's now the other lizard folks turning. He's gonna shoot at you since he just saw you blast his friend. I never take me alive! Does an 18 hit? Uh, it does not. With my shield though. Then that's definitely not gonna hit. He misses both times. Okay. All right, Chris, it's your turn. All right. Uh, I guess I will be that wizard. Um. They're they're all in range, right? So I can just toss a fireball. Yep. Well, how far is the fireball reach? 150 feet. And yeah, that's, and I yeah, also have the spell sniper feet, so it's actually doubled range. Well, yeah, oh, they're in range. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm loving this. So I'm going to upcast Fireball at fourth level. So that's. It's still. They make the dexterity check. All right, and what do I have to beat? You have to beat an 18. All right, for the first loser folk, that's a fail. The second guy fails. Time for the giant. What's his dexterity? Yes. Natural 20 for the giant. He still takes half damage on a success. Alright, so those two lizard folk are probably dead because they only have 50 HP. No. Um, unfortunately, they're alive then. Well, one Let's has see. 29 hit points. The other one has a full 50. Alright, I did 32 fire damage, which should be halved for the giant. Alright, so one lizard folk's dead, and then... The other guy looks badly hurt. He's at 18. So wait, what's half of 32? 16. All right, and the desert giant's just like, purr. <laughs> Bastard, you'll get your suit. It's now the giant's turn. I only have a screenshot of that, so I need to see what that is.
Okay, give me one moment, guys. Hey, quick question. Um, Yo. With, because I know we're talking about material components earlier. So if um, stuff has like a certain gold piece value to it, so like if a spell consumes diamond dust worth a hundred gold pieces, we're not we're not gonna care about that, right? Right. Okay. Cool. Oh no, this completely changes my spell list. Well, my prepared spell is next time. <laughs> so basically, yeah, we're not caring about material components. Which is cool. They're literally giving me the power of gods on my at my fingertips. You're welcome. See, I'm. See, Chris, the shit that I've told you, you say that you're scared of that and all that, but. Well, you told me that at one point you had those Greek fires that could instantly kill somebody yeah, on a direct. They all know about that. That hasn't come up yet. Oh. I figured it out. Yeah, he kind of guessed it. Remove that from the recording. Don't want to. <laughs> Just um, um, censor it with a dolphin noise. <laughs> all right. doesn't tell me how much damage they take from it. Oh, okay, here it is. Alright. Everybody make me a DC 20 strength saving, or dexterity saving throw. Oh my DC god, 20? thank you. <laughs> Wait, DC 20 what saving throw? Dexterity. Dexterity? Okay. Uh, I failed. Mm -hmm. What the cantrip is. Does it matter if we fail by more than five? It's gotta be a 20 or. Please be an right, well. A20. Please be an A20. Is your dexterity zero, Max? No, my dexterity is a two. So my dexterity is a plus two. My dexterity is a plus one. Um, we are the best for this mission. What'd you so roll? My total, my total today is 10. Is 10? 10, yes. Are you guys going to be taking 5d6 bludgeoning damage from Earthquake yeah. as the giant stomps on the ground? <laughs> Alright, so hold on. Let me do the math. I have a couple ideas on what I want to do here, but. Thirty-one points of damage. Thirty-one? Jesus. Um, so I only take half that. Is that fifteen or sixteen? Um, I forget if we were ending up or down. That'd be 16. 16? Okay. So Sorry, how much was it? 31. 31 total. And he's going to move up. Because the thing had a 
500 foot radius. Jesus. So it's woken everybody up in the camp now. And now he's going to move up 40 feet and that will end his turn. It is the does the desert giant understand common? It only speaks giant. So that wouldn't work. Oh, it's just common in giant letters. Uh, shit. The desert giant's fighting alongside the lizard folks. A nice try. Okay. Now, I was thinking about casting command, but I can't do that because he doesn't speak the language. Uh, okay. This is going to be fun. Uh, whose turn is it now? Your. Wait, yeah, Mine? yours. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. So how far are we from the desert giant and the um, lizard folk? The lizard folk is still uh, uh, the 56 feet away from you. The desert giant is now 20 feet away from you. Okay. I'm going to move do some of my movement. To move up to him and then smack at him with the holy mace. Okay, this is the first time I'm using this weapon. Let's see what happens. A 16 will hit it. Well, that's a 27 to hit. All right. <laughs> and I'm also going to do. Now, Chris, you're seeing this elf cleric run at this giant with a golden, beautiful-looking mace. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do a divine strike. So I'm going to increase that, or I'm going to add 2d8 extra damage. So technically, I'll be doing 5d8 plus 3d6 plus 3. Let's hope I roll high. You're probably Roll like, me ones. What the fuck did I get myself into? Alright. <laughs> so. Okay. Forty-one. Forty-one points? Forty-one total damage. Yep. All right. Is he still up? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take a second attack. He's still in the 200s. Oh. I hate you so much. Um, I should pull that one. And as you go to swing the mace, 
Your mace flies out of your hand and you trip, giving the giant an attack of opportunity. Damn it. Why? Why, why, why? And he's going to use his great axe to hit you. That's a natural 17 plus a 13 modifier. God damn. So that's a, what, a 30? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Okay. Um, hit, hit me. Give it to me. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you do these things? Thirty points all together. You said it's thirty. Okay, said so fifteen. Good. And your hammer went about went flying about ten feet away. Like whenever you went to go swing, you tripped and went in between the giant's legs, so it's ten feet behind him. It's like um, it's like croquet, except like the little. Little yes. thing is like the, the little gate is like the giant like like scoop. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, um, do you have any more actions? Um, I'm sure I have a bonus action here somewhere. I think I do. Um, I don't. I know the wizard isn't right next to me. Oh shit! I should have done this. Um. Tell you what. Yeah, I'm going to do something. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. And what's bonus that? Action. Um, you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until you cast a spell again. When you cast a spell, you can make a melee spell attack against a creature within five feet of the weapon. On a hit, it takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus my spellcasting ability modifier, which is my wisdom. Uh, and as a bonus action on the turn, I can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack. So I'm only going to do the one attack since it's only my one bonus action. And I rolled 18, so 27. All right. So 1d8 plus 3, roll 6. That's a total of 9 damage against him. And basically, it looks like basically. So, since so this says you can take whatever form you choose, this um, spiritual weapon is taking the form of the Holy Mace. So, it basically looks like a ghostly form of the Holy Mace. Like, ha, 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 you can't catch me. Kind of like that. All right, well. Now, it's the Lizard Folk's turn. Go for it. <clears throat> we see the Lizard Folk's riding up to the Holy Mace, and he picks it up. Oh, fuck me. And then he shoots an arrow at you. There's a 19 hit. Uh, misses. Just misses. Oh, you have your shield out, don't you? Yeah, I do. Alright, and that ends his turn. Just bounces off my shield. Oh, hey, free arrow. Nice. It's now the wizard. Now it's uh, 
Caden's turn. Caden, my guy, go. I am going to cast haste, Barry. <laughs> so now you have double speed. Okay. Plus two to your AC. Okay. On deck saves and an additional action on spelling. You're my new favorite. <laughs> and that's the um, Fortunately, I think that's what Where does that end your turn? Yeah. All my spells are actions. I made a All right, uh, Max, make me a dexterity saving throw. With advantage now because of haste. Hell yeah. Yep. Nineteen. Just barely made it. I roll seventeen and a ten. As you see the giant's fist coming down at you. So you know, you only take half damage and you do not get knocked prone. So I technically take quarter damage. Cool. <clears throat> so whatever quarter of 21 is. So that'd be, we, we rounded up to so 21, 11, so 5. Wait, no. 6. 6 is 2. Okay. Alright, then he's just gonna swing at you with his axe. Okay. That is a dirty 21. Um, misses. From what? I have, I have a 22 now because of my shield and haste. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that that, that, that ends his turn. <laughs> now we're playing the game right. Max, your turn. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm trying to remember with shit with spiritual weapon. Um, is there a creature within five feet? Well, actually, no, there wouldn't be. Um, wait, what? I'm trying to think about as part of the bonus action. If I can like move, like attack the person again with my spiritual weapon. I'm trying to think if I can do that. Because it, it doesn't say on the card whether I can do that or not. Hmm. Uh, it has to make a, a hit to take force damage. Weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against the creature for 5 feet of it. Um, okay.
name to see something here. What do you think, Zach? About what? So it says, as a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against the creature within five feet of it. Is there anyone within 20 feet of the, the, the desert giant? There's just you and the desert giant. Oh, hey, the lizard folk. Yeah, he's about 10 feet behind the desert giant now. Okay, I'm going to move that um, spiritual weapon to where that lizard folk is, and I'm going to attack the lizard folk with that spiritual weapon. All right. Got a 18 to hit. That's just enough to hit. Okay. And that's a 10. 10 force damage. That's my bonus action. Now, as my action... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast a 5th level spell. And that 5th level spell is called Hold Monster. Let me get the actual... Okay. So, uh, choose a creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. Uh, has no effect on undead. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On the success, the spell ends on the target. Right. So I'm going to do it as, a fifth, as normal fifth level. So make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh, DC, the DC for this is going to be 17. Give me a 20. I hate you. So much. No, I say give me a 20. It, it I, gave... I haven't rolled yet. Uh-oh. Okay. No fucking way. Did it, what did it do? Bird. <laughs> Damn you, Dice Christ. Okay. Um, so I did my bonus action. Dice action. gods are with me. Actually, I get another action because of haste. Well, you so, gonna try it again? No, I'm gonna... Uh, okay, I don't have my holy mace. I'm gonna grab my warrior. Well, actually, no. What I'm gonna do? The dark metal short sword. Well, actually, no. I don't want to use my spell slots. I'm just gonna fucking hand my warhammer. Well, actually, no. God. Okay. I I know what I want to do here. I know exactly what I want to do. I am gonna. You cast... want to go running, crying to Jarrell? No, I know. I have a spell for this. It's called Spirit Guardians. Uh, you call four spears to protect you. Cast an action, 15-foot radius. They flit around to a distance of 15 feet for the duration. If you're good or neutral, their spectral form appears angelic or fey. So let's say fey. If you're evil, they appear fiendish. When you cast a spell, you can designate any number of creatures you can see to be unaffected by it. So I'll say only um, Caden. Any, an affected creature speed is half in the area. And when the creature enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage if I'm good or neutral, or 3d8 necrotic damage if I'm evil. On a successful save, the creature takes half as much damage. So, actually, I'm going to do... Because I did a third level uh, guiding bolt. I'm trying to keep track of my spell slots here. I did a first... Did I do first level? No, I didn't. I think I did third a, level. 
I did a fourth level death ward, and then I did fifth level hold monster. So, yeah, I'm gonna do third level spear. Uh, actually, no. Fuck it. Um, fourth level spirit guardians. Well, all right. Actually. So what does that mean? Yeah, they both gotta make the, thir- the save before their turns. Uh, damage increases by one d eight if these. So if they're um, basically when they enter the area for the first time or on a turn within fifteen feet of me. So like, or, if they already started their turn in the area, then they take the dam. They have to make a wisdom saving throw or take damage. All right. Well, does that make it a lizard folks' turn then? Yeah. He's dead. He only had eight hit points left anyways. Unless you roll all ones. So it's 48. So that's... Roll me four ones. Uh, I rolled a 10. He's dead. I I rolled 11, so yeah, he did. He did. Dead boy. And time for the giant, then, as well. No, the giant goes last, so it's now... Giant goes last, too. Yep. All right, Chris, you're up. All right, so lizard folk dead. I am glad I didn't have to use. Hey, I can barely hear you, Chris. Is it better? Uh, try again. What were you saying, Chris? Hello? Now he's on silent. Hello? Now I can now hear you. Now we can hear you. You're good. Something's wrong with my mic, so I'll have to figure that out later. Um, I am going to... Cast. Can't cast fireball anymore. Barry's right there. (laughs) Or you can. You just have to make next save. I don't want to do that to a new friend. Yep. Just remember, you watched him slaughter your neighbor. I hold no allegiances at this point. (laughs) Respect. All right, I can respect that. Let's see. I will cast Witch Bolt. Witch Bolt, okay. That's fun. What does that do? Witch Bolt lets me make a ranged spell attack on a hit. Oh, wait. I cannot cast Witch Bolt because I am. Concentrating on haste for you. Which bolt is a concentration spell as well? Oh, shit. Don't want to end haste. So what I will do, though, I will Hey, Chris, roll me a perception check. Okay. 19. 
You notice there's actually ten javelins right by your feet. I am not proficient with those weapons. I'll pick them up, but... That's a giant. Come on. You should be able to hit that easy. But let's see what he does. Yeah, I'm just gonna cast and circle around him. What was the spell that you're casting? Invisibility. Okay. I would assume the giant isn't that smart, and he's not gonna break through my spell that easily. So, does he need to make a save or something, or no? Uh, yeah, he can make an investigation check, an intelligence investigation check to it. You just see a giant go. Hmm. Huh. Where'd they go? I rolled a four. Oof. All right, so is that end your turn or no? Yeah, that ends my turn. All right, well. Who serves it now? It's the giant's turn. Wisdom saving throw. Ten. You fail. You take 48 damage. All right. Let me, let me roll and see what you got. Ooh, I rolled high. Uh, 11 plus 15. 26. All right. Now, does that stop him from attacking or no? Uh... It does not. It does not stop him from attacking. Oh, well, he's going to hit you with his axe. Yeah. And his oh, speed's half. Uh, uh, that's a nat 20. Zach. I really thought the haste's uh, extra AC would help you more. Yeah, me too. Jesus. That's 39 to start off with. Okay, so is that 20? 20. 20. Sixty-two points altogether. Does that include the thirty-nine? Yeah, that's with the thirty. Like thirty-nine plus what I rolled added to sixty-two. Because sixty-two, okay. So it'd be a total of thirty-one. The other night. That was just his first attack. Does twenty-six hit you? Yes. Twenty-five. So what's that? Thirteen. 
Yeah. Okay. So that ends his turn. Okay. And uh, Barry is almost dead, I bet. Uh, he's at 48. Okay. So is the Desert Giant the only one that's still up? He's the only one that's still alive. Okay. Yeah, kick this guy's ass. Uh, whose turn is it right now? Uh, yours, but give me one before you go. All right. You guys have failed, so. Oh, is that? Okay. Is that your investigation check? For no, something else is going on. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, so it's my turn. Well, hold up. Okay. And right before you're about to swing at John, you just see a hail of rock and ice pound into the giant from above. Ooh, fine, fine, fine. Okay. Dealing an additional 28 points of damage to him. Fine. Okay. Uh, As you see, Gothram wakes up or is approached. Gothram, my boy, hell yeah! Okay. So I'm going to bring the spiritual weapon. That, was, that was the fourth level ice storm. I love that. Oh, that's right. You were talking about having ice storm. Now it's your turn. Uh, spiritual weapon, move it back, kick his ass. That's a 24. So it'll be 1d8 plus, which is an 8 plus 3. So it's 11 points of damage, force damage to Bod Giant over here. Um, Wait, how much? 11. 11 total. Uh, next thing I'm going to do, I have Spirit Guardians up, I have Spiritual Weapon up, attack with the hammer. Well, actually, no. I still have my... Dark metal short sword. So I'm actually going to use that. So you got to put your hammer back and then pull out your sword? Yeah, my dark metal short sword. Okay. That's a 26. All right. Yeah, I'm smiting on this one. Or divine striking. So 2d8 plus 2d6 plus 3. Uh, eight, 20 so far for my first attack. Total damage. All right. And then the second attack. That's a crit, bitch. Hell yeah. Nice. Nat 20. Okay. Or why am I saying nice? <laughs> so well, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little thing. I have a battle master maneuver. Um, let me remember what this thing does. Also, sorry for calling you a bitch. Uh, remember what exactly how exactly these things work. 
Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna expend I'm gonna expend my superiority die to do the uh, the maneuver called distract, which means I cause one creature to hit one creature I hit to take superiority die extra damage and grant advantage to the next attack against it this round from someone else. So and I rolled Gothram to initiative. He rolled a 12. Cool. I rolled, I'm going to roll technically 1, 2, 4d6 plus 3. You see the bullshit I got to go through, Chris? <laughs> I Okay, I rolled low. Let's try this again. Or build support. If there was a whole party here, they'd all be doing crazy bullshit. If Ten. the whole party was here, there'd be about four desert giants. I rolled a total of ten. I rolled fucking ones and twos. I rolled three twos and a one. This is bullshit. That is great. The beauty of crits. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I rolled Gotham into initiative. He rolled a twelve. Alright, and then Gotham's not gonna be not going to be affected by the spirit guardians either. Alright, and you said the next attack has advantage on the giant? Uh shoot, what was it? Uh, grant advantage to the next attack against it this round from someone else. So yeah, next person right. has advantage. Well next you see Gotham. Comes swinging out with his war hammer like he's Captain America with Thor's hammer. Yeah. And he's activate. He's going to activate a fifth level spell. Banishing Smite. Okay, that's fun. Which deals uh, an, an extra 5d10 force damage. And if it reduces the target to 50 points or less, banishes it. Is that, is that like a melee attack, or is that like... That's what the same? melee attack. Okay, so it is advantage on that. Cool. That is a dirty 19. So that hits. Yeah. Alright, let's start off. That is... 14 points of damage. Okay. Just with the regular attack and now. Alright. And now 5d10. Oh, uh, where is that? And you see the desert giant vanishes. <laughs> I dropped it to 48 hit points, thus banishing it. What was... So, you said banishing smite. What, what was it supposed to drop below in order to banish it? 50 or fewer. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <sighs> I had disintegrate ready for this. And the. 
Oh, what was that, Chris? Oh, I, I was preparing to use the Cinebrae next turn. Hey, that Banishing Smite came in pretty handy, didn't it? Yeah, that was awesome. And Gotham walks up to Liz the one lizard folk picks up your mace and says, Lose it again, and I'm keeping it. You know that happens a lot. I'm just erased. I hope it doesn't happen a lot. You just got the bloody thing. Yeah, exactly. If it happens a lot in it. Out of if it's one out of one, it's a lot. It's most of the time. I still want to know how a, a giant snuck up on us like that. But time to go back to sleep. Oh, hey. Mike, I can set up the alarm spell around camp. That'd be cool. All right. The camp is about, uh, let's just say there's enough tents there for 300 people. That is more than the alarm covers uh which direction would you like me to prepare it in? do from the side like the side that the camp was attacked from okay yeah i yep. can do that i'm just gonna trance and gotham just goes back to his tent Okay. All right. It is now dawn. Everybody, roll me another perception check. Okay. Well, a perception check. I mean, twenty-six. Wait, no, twenty-seven. Dirty. Eleven. What did you say? Twenty-seven. No, uh, Chris. Eleven. Uh, Chris. Chris. Uh, Eleven. Well. You see, it's a crystal clear blue day. It's not too hot. It's a great day to go back on to finish your guys' trip. Okay. So will we be getting there in less than a day? You guys got two more days. Two more days? Okay. Let's get going. Unless you guys want to march through the night. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, All right. Walk. For the first day, Max, is that good or bad? Um, bad. It is about 110 degrees out now as the sun goes up higher and higher. Okay. I rolled a natural 19. I will, uh... Keep myself cool by casting fire shield and getting the chill. Gothram <laughs> is now going to cast a third level spell, create food and water. Which creates 45, pa 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water. Oh, yeah. And Enough to sustain a 15th, uh, up to 15 humans, right? Okay. I will just say enough food to feed. Everybody have enough water for a few hours. Keep, keep everybody cool. Okay. Sounds good. All right. And now it is starting to get dark. 
Chris, is hi, good or bad? Uh, good. You hear almost kind of like like a snake hissing in the distance. <laughs> but that's about it. A normal snake or? Uh... Roll me a survive, uh, survival check. Or a nature check. I will do nature. <laughs> um, can, I do, can I do guidance on him? Roll me perception, see if you hear this. Okay. I probably will, but let's see. That's actually a good point. 18. At disadvantage, since you're in your right. trance. Still 18. God damn it. I roll a 9 and a 15, and I have a plus 9 okay, to my Yeah, you hear it. Okay. Um, you're going to gain a d4, Chris. Awesome. Uh, I, I put uh, guidance on you. That's a 30, then. <laughs> you know damn well that's not like a actual, like a, your typical snake. Alrighty, then. Um, just gonna go ahead and cast visibility on the important folk, so that way, if this thing shows up, uh, we could at least surprise it. So, visibility on myself, on Barry, and I'm sorry, I forgot your name, Mr. General Sir. Uh, Gotham's in his tent. Gotham. <sighs> I'm gonna go smack him, turn him invisible. Ugh. What smack me? Oh, can he see you since he's invisible? Well, I I would have to drag Barry over and do it all at the same time. I'm coming! I'm coming! And uh, I will inform him that there was definitely something unnatural outside of the. How far of... away does it sound? I don't know. I wasn't given that information, was I? You were not, nor did you ask for the information. Yeah, how uh, far well, away? I got like a... Alright, that's fair. So, flashback. Alright. How far away does it sound, then? Uh, let's say, like, it doesn't sound exactly like it's approaching you, but it also does sound like it's still a little too close for comfort. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm still going to smack invisibility on our most, on our best fighters then, um, okay. which means that I have to cast this at fourth level to cover all three of us. All right, and now is high, good, or bad? Uh, one of you decide who picks. Um, Chris, go for it. I think you should decide. All right. Um, I'll say high is bad. 
All right, and nothing happens the rest of the evening. Cool. I roll the natural one. <laughs> uh, well, now I feel like a jackass for waking you guys up and casting invisibility on you, but it was a precautionary measure. Right, and now that's Dawn, Gotham sent out some scouts, and they said they, and the scouts would come back saying that they did see massive what appears to be like almost large snake tracks. Oh, and no. it's like absolutely ginormous. That sounds lovely. Could I do another nature check to see if I understand what kind of creature this is then? Yeah. And it does look like they're heading towards this, like the same direction you guys are going. I'm going to do guidance again on you. So D act, add a D4. That's 29. So like, what do you want to know? I want to know what kind of creature this is. Uh, if what, because if it's is it literally just a giant snake or is this something more magical? I have to be worried about. Um, you can tell whatever it is. It has the body of a snake. Okay. Uh, do I know its hunting habits? Is it? It's eating. Uh, roll me a history check. This is a chimera, I swear. What the fuck's chimera? I thought chimera? with that high of a with of a nature check, I would let's see history. I rolled pretty low. Do I still have guidance, or is it a one ability check thing? Uh, it's a it's a one. All right. Gotham casts guidance on you. <laughs> All right. Um. Never mind. It's a lion with the head of a goat protruding from its back and a tail that might end with a snake's head. That's a 15 mystery. You know it is this. That's a 1T, isn't it? However fuck you pronounce it. You want T, yeah. And the other track... It's like a normal snake. Guardian Naga. Guardian Naga. Okay. Oh, yeah, I don't want to fucks with that. Um, damn it, I have teleport as a spell, but I can't teleport a whole army. So what, are you leaving? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I could, but... <laughs> And it's oh. heading towards the town you guys are going to, to as well. Oh, and we've seen its track, so it's already got a head start on us. Oh. And you know the uh, Yana Tui, in my world, they're mercenaries. Ooh, fun. So it's not just like one Yana Tui, it's like a few hundred. Okay, so we're basically expecting a fight when we get there, then, with the them. In addition them to, and the lizard folk. Yeah, in addition to the lizard folk. 
All right, and Gotham's telling everybody not to fear and that they will prevail. You, you tell them. Uh, hey, Barry, I'm not liking our chances anymore. Are you afraid of the... Afraid of them? I ain't afraid. We got this. Don't worry. Um, He's more or less asking the wizard. I I mean, I am a little squishy man. I'm not some strong warrior like the rest of you. So yes, I do have the fear of being eaten uh, every day. But we shall see. I mean, we can do this. So um, I'm going to cast a spell between me and Caden. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Actually, here's another magical tool that Caden might be impressed by. Okay. Uh, Barry, you're feeling a vibration in your pocket now. You pull out the green seeing stone. Green seeing stone, okay. Do you remember the seeing stone at all? No. Fuck, <laughs> all right. This dates all the way back to season one, where uh, Kirk bought the Sing Stone off of some mages, and the Sing Stone is literally the palantir from the Lord of the Rings. It shows you the future and all that. Okay. The palantir is vibrating, and you unwrap it. You touch it. The stone. Sure. Hello, we've been trying to reach you about your wagons and extended warranty. Oh my god. I, I throw <laughs> the seeing stone. In the direction of Gotham's tent. Alright, I'm actually serious about it this time. Actually, no. Is that really what it says? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kane, do you touch the stone or are you more kind of curious? about it uh yeah I'll, I'll i'll check it out as long and but it's barry's property so i guess i'll ask first if i can well it actually belongs to the king of the elves argos argos yeah, yeah but what has that bastard ever done for me he's my boy he's my brother <laughs> well not really my brother but he's my brother from another mother so uh Argus was actually uh, one of the players, uh, this guy, Kirk. He was one of his characters, but some important stuff's going on right now with him, so he can't play. No problem. Kirk was the one guy I always re- I always knew was going to would show up on game night. Yeah. But the stone now shows you. It shows you guys... Uh, a, you, that you guys are on some ships crossing the ocean. Okay. And you've and it shows you a small idol. Well, not a small idol. Just like you see, like land approaching. Okay. And then it shows you further into the future. You guys are like making like negotiate peace treaties with these people you do not recognize. Okay. 
And then you see just intense fighting with el armies of elves. Like you guys are fighting elven armies. And then you see a five-headed dragon. With an elf in gold armor. With a gold long, well, golden great sword on top of the five-headed dragon. And uh, this elf is wearing a crown. Is that brass dragon that we befriended there? No, that was the bronze dragon that Bubba bronze befriended. Dragon. Yeah. This is a this dragon has five heads. Oh, but it, yeah, that's fair. And he did he did say he was gonna ally with us against because I know Bubba was getting him to ally against rolling a natural twenty person on persuasion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Max did one shot at the end of it. Uh, it was uh, going to be a fight with an ancient bronze dragon, and my character shit-talked and then rolled a natural 20 not kill me. I didn't know bronze dragon for a level good. <laughs> so that kind of screwed me up a little bit, but eh, it worked out. All right, so you guys want to take a break? Um, sure, that's fine. Maybe like like ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, what do you think, Chris? Ten fifteen? That's fine. Gives me a chance to change what my prepared spells are for the day. All right, I'm gonna yeah. do that too. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna stop the recording. That's good. Let's go. And <coughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. Is high good or bad? Um, let's go. Yeah. Uh, high good or bad? Did you say anything, Chris? I said I did the last one, so this okay. one's all yours. Um, let's say good. Well, you guys. Re Finally, you see the, the walls of Marat. Uh -oh, the okay. And you see there's a lizard folk out there with a white flag. Like outside the city walls on horseback. What do okay. you do? You said he's on horseback? He's on horseback with a white flag of parlay. Oh. Right. There's no harm in listening to them, right? Yeah. Let's listen for now. If he gets too crazy, we know what to do. You see, he actually looks more like he's like a lizard folk priest. Okay. Unarmed. What is your state your purpose? My sultan wishes to give a negotiation option. Who is your sultan? His sult our sultan's name is Yagi Shihan. Where where is he? Where can we find him? He's he's inside his castle. 
But the negotiations is here with me. Okay. Caden, what do you say? He he offers up the opportunity of having his three champions fight against your three champions. Okay. We win, you this rabble yours disbands. You win the city the city gates open. To you. So, so you're basically saying a three on three. Okay. That sounds like fun. It's odd for you to hire a big band of mercenaries and then to offer <clears throat> in a, uh, basically a dog fight. But only because in case you guys reject it. True. <laughs> how can we be certain that your sultan will uphold his end of the bargain? And you see that on horseback there is a little lizard folk child. His son will offer his son as a hostage. Can I make a check I don't know which kind yet but about how like I want to know about the culture of lizard folk and if the son his son actually is something of great importance to him his son would be the prince yeah next in line heir to the throne yeah well true it's also possible for somebody to say I can always sire another That's true, that's true. You know, all right, so what do you roll? I, I don't know. I'm asking you what kind of check you want me to make. Roll a uh, history check. That's probably pretty good. Ten. Fuck, uh, twelve. <laughs> You just know that vaguely something about their sons, meaning that they're keeping their word or something. Okay, so we know that he can honor, he'll honor his end of the deal. Okay, good enough. He'll be, oh well, unless Barry has any opposition. I'm down to take it. Bring on the fight. To treat the prince fairly while he's in our camp. And we'll just say he's about the size of a five-year-old human child. Okay. Now, when will this fight begin? At dusk. Okay. So? Outside the city walls. Okay. In the fighting arena. I'm done for that. Our three champions have already been picked. And they have agreed. That's good. You have until dusk. Bring it. Fair enough. All right. And he rides back into the city. Is there like any like little like? Well, actually, no, because we can't like actually get into the city. 
so I guess we probably have like a blanket or something that we could like um, set stuff up on. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna like, I'm sure there's like a blanket or a, a canvas or a tarp or something that we'd have. You guys have tents and everything. Okay, so I'm gonna roll out a canvas um, a little bit farther from the city. And like, all right, champions, this, this is gonna be good. You, you are gonna, you're gonna be ready with the best meal of your life. And I cast Heroes Feast. Ooh, <laughs> Hero, Hero Feast, that's going to be fun. Uh, it's a six-level spell. It, uh, it takes an hour to consume, and disappears at the end of that time, and the beneficial effects don't set in until that hour is over. Up to 12 other creatures can partake in it. Uh, it cast, takes 10 minutes to cast. A creature partakes in the feast, getting several benefits. Right, also, I want to let you guys know, since you guys did, like, rest for a day, you guys did heal up all the okay. way. Cool, cool. Uh, so we're, we're immune to poison and frighten. We're cured of all diseases and poison. We make all wisdom saving throws with advantage. And our hit point maximum also increases by 2d10, and, and we gain the same number of hit points. And those benefits last for 24 hours. So let me go ahead and roll this 2d10. I love this spell a lot. It's amazing. I heard about a podcast about what it did, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I want to get this. I want to get this for very, I love it. Okay, so the 2d10 came out to seven. Roll the five and two. So you have seven more hit points. Sweet. I'm at 151. I am at 119. Hell yeah. All right. And uh, let me pull up. Uh, we get closer to the time of it, but, but still before the uh, the actual fight, I will cast Mage Armor on myself. Um, uh, how many points do you say, Max? Seven. Okay, so now Gotham's at 137. Cool. Oh, what were you saying, Chris? I'm sorry. I just cast, cast a mage armor on myself, yeah. So that way I have slightly higher AC. Alright, and also, Gotham's gonna walk up, walk up to both of you guys and offer you guys a glass of water. Uh, inside? Can roll inside? Sure. Six. You just look to see it's, wa it's just water to you. Okay. I'll drink it. I'll take I'll well, All right, you guys will now add a D4 to the number of... Wait, you can roll a D4 and add a number rolled to attack rolls or saving throws now. So that's... Is that Bless? Yep, it's Bless. Oh, hell yeah. I love, I love Bless. It's a good spell. Alright, is now... You guys are now starting to 
you guys were told once you hear the music playing, that's whenever the fight will begin. All right. Give me one moment. Um, Primer, how long Bless lasts? Because I have it on my card here. Up to, uh, up to one minute. Fuck. All right, we'll drink the water <laughs> before the fight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm writing all this down in my notes. You hear the music. Now it's time to go to the arena. All right, and roll me a perception check. Okay. 16. 15. You guys both, you see one of this. Okay. And you see the uh, Guardian Naga. And now you see a very, very old man, like, right behind them, approaching. Uh, And you see he has a knife. I thought we were summoning our best warriors for this. And then he cuts his throat. Oh, oh. Okay. And as the blood pours out, you see a portal beginning to open. Uh, uh, as a Balrog emerges. Um, Barry's looks at this one like disbelief, like he's like smacking himself because he can't like necessarily know this to be true. It's like. The lizard folk worship Orcus and the Balrog serves Orcus. We got like a friggin' Balrog and Well, it's Baylor, I guess. Baylor. That's how they say it in D&D. Oh, great. We gotta fight Balrog. Were you thinking Orcus was gonna emerge? No, honestly. I wasn't sure what was gonna emerge. I figured a devil, but. God. Okay. Chris. Welcome to my group. <laughs> well, welcome oh. to um, craziness, chaos. Yeah, <laughs> I had the old man thing slicing his throat be a little twist. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. All right. You're not going to like what I'm going to do to this fight. <laughs> the Baylor is immune. To fire and poison. Okay. We're immune the, to, uh, long immune snake to guy mm-hmm. thing is immune to poison. Okay. The Naga Guardian is immune to being charmed and poisoned. Okay. Alright, now let's roll for initiative. Okay. 
Still my page in this. 18 for the Baylor. Sixteen for the uh, snake guy, and thirteen for the Naga Guardian. Guardian Naga. I rolled. I rolled another eleven for Barry. Oh, and time for Gothram. That is a dirty twenty for Gothram. Jesus. So Gothram goes first. Okay. Um, hey, Chris, Chris what's wait. your roll? Yeah, Nineteen. Nineteen. Cool. So I probably right. last. First, Gotham's gonna cast a fourth level spell on the wizard. Stone skin. On oh, Caden? Six. Oh yeah. Which would give him resistance to uh bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. Non-magical. Yeah, non-magical. Oh, non-magical. I have that spell as well. It's sick. So he'll be safe from the uh, one snake guy and uh, uh, the other ones. And he'd be technically only taking half damage from both the two except for the Baylor. Okay. And... He's going to catch magic weapon. Hell yeah. Magic weapon's so badass. And he's going to attack the Yon T, whatever the fuck you pronounce it. <laughs> Yon T, That's already enough to hit because it's armor class 15, and that's a natural 16. Fourteen points of damage. Uh, to what enemy? To the uh, to that. He's given up on pronouncing it. Yanti. Okay. Yanti. And that was his first attack. Now he's gonna do a breath attack. So, uh, Deontay's gonna make a dex save. And he fails the dex save. So, Deontay's now gonna take 5d6 lightning damage. Where's my calculator at? For an additional 24 points of damage. Nice. Okay. All right, it is now Caden's uh, turn. Awesome. I'm going to. 
assume the praise the sun uh, position and cast sunburst. And what's that do? Sunburst, brilliant sunlight flashes in a 60 foot radius centered on a point that I choose within range. It is so technically I'm... like almost like nighttime ish. Yeah. Does it have to? It doesn't say that I can't cast it this point <clears throat> it, i i'm i'm basically enhancing the sun's okay light, so whatever <laughs> light there is it is going to flash um so each creature in that light uh which i'm centering it far enough away from our group that we don't get hit by it um they much all they must all make a constitution saving throw all um, right. On a fail, they take 56 radiant and are blinded for one minute for 10 rounds. What? What? Hell yeah. It's an 8th level spell. You and, didn't... <laughs> and what's the save? Would that have to be? Uh, you have to beat a con check of uh, 18. Well, I failed for the for Yanti. I failed for Guardian Naga. That is a natural 19. Plus 5 oh, for the Baylor. So the Baylor is the only one that's not blinded, and he takes half damage. Alright. Um, I don't know if he's resistant to... Um, or, or if he's weak to... He's resistant to cold, lightning, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical attacks. Okay, so those that failed take 38 radiant damage and are blinded for 10 rounds. And Yanti is dead. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> Barog is, takes half damage, so that's what? Uh, 19? Yeah, 19. And it's, it's not blinded. And this is a concentration spell so uh, as long as they stay within the radius um they take it again all right now it's the baylor's turn right oh wait no it's not a concentration it's instantaneous my bad uh but yeah that's my turn Alright, well, the Baylor is going to move up and he's going to hit the wizard with the longsword and Barry with the whip. Okay. That's 14 plus 14 with the longsword. That's going to hit. Yeah. Forty-five points of damage. Is that before or after having it from the resistance? Uh, 
Or is it a magical longsword? It does fire damage. Well, no, it does lightning damage. Okay, so 45 points of lightning. Oh, sure. And if it rolls a crit, it rolls the damage dice three times. <sighs> and now time for the hit on Barry with the whip. Okay. That is 24. Yes, that hits. Sadly. What's the total? I'm adding it up. That is 26, so make me a DC 20 strength saving throw. Okay. Eight. You get pulled all the way up to the Baylor now. Oh, shit. Is that um, magical damage or is that not magical? That was also include fire damage. Like the whip is made out of fire. Oh, okay. It's a lightning sword. Okay. Is that is that all fire damage or is that just? That is slashing and fire damage. Okay. How much slashing did you say? The slashing damage was a. Uh... Hold on. Sorry to make you do math. It was 16 points of slashing damage. Okay, so, and then what do you say the, the rest of it was? The fire damage? Uh, where we're at, up to what I say, 28, 26? Yeah, 26. I think you said 26, so it'd be 18. So, I mean, Something around there. I take. So, I have that. Yeah. All right, who rolled lower than an 18? I rolled an 11. I'm pretty sure the Guardian Naga rolled higher than that, but the Guardian Naga can't do anything, right? Uh, don't since it's blinded. So. Yeah. Is that how so, it works, Chris? I can tell you how the blinded effect works. In a second. They have this. I know that they have disadvantage on a lot of things. Um, uh, blinded. A blinded creature can't see and automatically fails any ability check that requires sight. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Okay, well, he's kind of disadvantagedly uh, to spit poison at Barry. Okay. Damn it, that was a natural 20. <laughs> Go ahead and roll it again, my guy. Natural one. <laughs> he spits and it just flies right past Barry's face. So what, is that like poison damage? Or what have been? 
Yeah, that would have been uh you had to make a constitution saving throw and on a fail you would take in ten D eight poison damage. I don't even take poison damage because I'm immune because of Heroes Feast. Oh. <laughs> well that ends its turn. <laughs> Did I just disrupt your fight mechanics now? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. All right. Whose turn is it? Yours, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because I know Barry got an 11. Um, and Chris, you already went, right? Yes. I cast Sunburst. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, I am going to cast Flame Strike at 5th level on the the naga all right and so he's going to have you said that they have disadvantage on saves or uh, one of my guys uh hello has disadvantage food i forgot what they said I don't know, Taco Bell or McDonald's, something. Yeah. They didn't say it automatically failed checks that were based on strength. Right. Yes. All right, love you too, honey. I think it technically is. All right, bye. On site, so it means. Okay, I'm back. Know. If it's an attack roll, though, you just get advantage. So, yeah, you'll have yeah. advantage on it. So flame strike is just pinch out my sulfur. Um, each creature ten foot radius, forty foot high cylinder, centered on point within range, must make a dexterity saving throw. Are the the bal balor and the um, the naga within ten feet of each other? No. Okay, that's only going to be the naga. Um, so, and since he's blinded. And he can't dodge the flame strike because he has to make a dexterity saving throw and then automatically fail because he's blinded. I rolled a two, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so he takes 4d6 four D, four D fire damage and 4d6 radiant damage. Uh, so let me go ahead and roll. And I know because one of my abilities, I can technically re roll. Wait, what was it? I'm trying to remember. So I have a little depth. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good to know. That is four, seven. Oh, shit. Oh. On the start of each of the Baylor's turn, every creature within five feet of him takes 3d6 fire damage. Right, 27. Did you say at the beginning or at the end? At the beginning of the Baylor's turn. Right, well, okay. Barry was not within five feet at the beginning. Right. Uh, Naga takes a total of 27 damage. On that flame strike. All right, it's now Gotham's turn. 
Gotham's gonna cast. Uh, Branding Smite at second level. Okay. And he's gonna hit the Naga Guardian. Or attempt to, at least. Alright, that's a dirty 18 just enough to hit. Twenty points of damage. And who's taking this? The Naga. Naga, okay. That's right, it's got there. Okay. All right, and uh, he's gonna swing at it again. And misses. Alright, it is now Caden's turn. Alright. Um, Barry, would you rather I cast haste on you or cast slow on the enemies? The Baylor is magic resistance. Oh. So he'll just haste have on, advantage on saving throws. Haste on me, I'd say. Yeah, well, now that I have that information, yeah. Um, I will cast Haste on Barry. an emergency just popped up and I have to leave. Um, I am going to send you, Zach, my prepared spells so that you know what I can uh, do. We can just postpone till next week. Alright, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <coughs> to be continued. Oh, sure. Alright, that's fine. All right, well, hey, let me know what you guys, what you think of the thought of the episode, Chris, all right? Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you about it when I get the chance, but I got to go get John before he kills a man. Okay, yeah. Uh, fun did playing John, with... Did John get his phone number changed, or does he have my phone number blocked? Uh, I'll ask him when I see him. All right. Good playing with you guys. Uh, yep, I had fun. Hopefully. All right. Hope to see you guys next week. See you guys next week.